Welcome back to another great edition of Talking Tigs. I'm your host, Scott Gerard, joined as always by Tommy Johnson and Daniel Zollinger. Uh, coming right off the heels of the LSU uh, uh, Michigan game where the Tigers unfortunately ended up losing uh, 86 to 78. Uh, not for not without good effort, though. We also have the St. Bonaventure game. We just wanted to uh, to mention since that was uh, since our last broadcast and uh, some LSU baseball. But I want to check in with the co-host, see how you guys are doing. I, I almost said, hey, maybe we should delay this pod because I just I just don't feel I just feel meh. Uh, you know, right off that that LSU loss. But uh, to be honest, though, I kind of had a feeling. I don't know. It was probably like five minutes left in the game still. It just didn't seem like LSU was going to um, ever get past six points. So uh, I, don't know, I guess I kind of knew it was coming, but um, still good to, to wrap with you guys about it. How are you guys doing? I mean, I've, I'm obviously very disappointed and, and I wish that things had gone differently. I think we easily could have won that game. We won that game for 30 minutes. We won 30 of the 40 minutes played. And I think it's, clear that we played our best game of the year um which that's what you want to do you want to peak in the tournament but uh a few things didn't go our way and and we ended up losing so mm-hmm. yeah it's a tough break uh anytime you kind of go out in the tournament and then your championship dreams are crushed you just feel a little bit bitter for a while but i'm, I'm kind of not glad but i think it's i guess better to lose early to michigan than have a run to like later on and then you start thinking about like are we going to make it the final four or whatever and then get snuffed out in some bad way there so at least we go down to a good team we don't have to lose to alabama for a fourth time yeah. uh, but yeah we got we got one win on the board so i was saying if we lose to the bonnies then that would be embarrassing but we didn't embarrass ourselves just got outplayed yep yeah and like you know i think like you said tommy uh we we didn't get outplayed until the very end so you know i think maybe they just kind of showed some of their their depth and just, um, you know, just having a, a more consistent program than LSU has had in the longest run. But I know if uh, you, yeah, like I wouldn't even call that necessarily being outplayed. That's just, you know, yeah, I mean? yeah. It's not like, it's not like we, in my opinion, like it wasn't like, wow, like, okay, their players are just, they're just better than us. Like there's sometimes when you play, when, when you watch a game, you're like, yeah, we're being outplayed. Like there's nothing we can do. No, we were with them blow for blow the entire game almost. We got cold when they got hot. That's, you know, it hurt us in the end. We got into foul trouble on a lot of questionable fouls that, I mean, I'm sure we'll get into. I mean, I think it was clear that that uh, the NCAA did not want LSU there or something like that because, I mean, some of these foul calls were absolutely terrible. But I, I, I don't, wouldn't even say we got outplayed. I think that it's just somebody's got to win and somebody's got to lose, and we ended up being the one that had to lose. Yeah, but this game was definitely all about streaks. You know, LSU went on one, uh, then Michigan went on one. Then LSU went on one, then Michigan went on one. Unfortunately, just ended with Michigan kind of sustaining that last run. And like I said, LSU just never quite being able to break within six points after that. Um, but, man, I got to say, it was uh, just a really good game up until up until that last turn, you know, the tide turning and that and that, that streak uh volley like that last five minutes yeah yeah but i gotta say that um uh i mean lsu definitely you know they played their guts out it just i i felt like the difference was that michigan just had a little bit better support off the bench it was mostly from one guy 
mm-hmm. uh, Brown, who I think had like 21 points, but you know, all, all of LSU's bins combined for two points. And yeah. it just, it's just, that's just not going to help you, you know, like deep into a tournament like this. Like Those if someone two free throws from Josh LeBlanc. That, that would help too. That would help too. The guy's like a 20 something percent on the season, but I mean, I, you can't blame him at this point. Oh, he, he um, made, no, that's what I'm saying. Those were the oh, two he did points. make two. He made yeah, them. Yeah. True. true. Trent and Watford missed like six free throws. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I, I would say though, it, they, it was, you could tell, I'd say in the second half towards the be- beginning of it, actually, everything was going to run through either Javante Smart or uh, Cam Thomas and everything else was just, you know, if, if it's there, it's there, but it, it just seemed designed to either go from Javante or Cam. And those were the guys that scored the most. I mean, they, almost carried LSU by themselves. But I, I would say also that uh, LSU got beat on the, on the defensive boards as well. There was just, you know, they would clear out the the zone. It looked like for Cam or Javante and just, they would take it in and there was just a lot more Michigan guys there to grab the rebound if they missed. So, um, you know, I, don't, I wouldn't say that specifically was the difference, but it was just, I, I just noticed it from watching from afar on the TV, but I, I don't know. I mean, it's um, like I said, we, we weren't sure if we expected to go beyond this. I mean, I had LSU in one of my brackets going all the way. Uh, that was actually my best scoring bracket until the night, by the way. But uh, they're done. But, I mean, I think they gave it a good effort. I mean, they started off with a good win against St. Bonaventure, 76-61. Uh, we were got worried, oh, my God, are we going to lose to them in the first game? Uh, but, no, we didn't. Uh, and they had a stingy defense, too. Like, they only allowed, like, 60 points a game per season. Uh, and I got to I, I I caught the game. I was thinking I was going to be late. I didn't get home until, like, halfway through the first half. And I turned the TV on and it was four to two. And I'm thinking, oh, cool. Oh, maybe they just had a late start or something. Then I look at the clock. It was like 12 minutes left. I'm like, oh. Yeah, that was, that was <laughs> tough the, to watch. Like both teams what the just, hell is run, going on here? They would just run on the court and the ball would brick off the rim. And they would go the other way and do the same. It was weird. <laughs> it was like watching like, like you know, elementary school. Yeah, when the final score is like eight to six. It's like the fourth grade basketball game. <laughs> Thankfully, right. they picked it up at least. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it was just like, I think an all around more of a, a team effort. I mean, Darius Stays had, had definitely had a better game. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, as it stands now, though, they uh, they exited in the uh, in the second round. So we'll have to see what happens next year. But I got to say, man, it was a pleasure to watch uh, Javante Smart and especially Cam Thomas since in all likelihood uh, this would yeah, be. We all eight. agree, right? They're gone. I think so. Yeah. I almost think. Um... Like well, Wat- Watford did come back, so anything could happen, but I, I doubt it. I doubt yeah, it. I, f- I mean, we lose, we probably lose everybody, right? Yeah, I think Darius Davis has one more year, but he's already played four, and then so yeah, because because la- last year doesn't count, mm-hmm. so he could come back mm-hmm. if he wanted to, but uh, I'm not sure. And you're yeah, you're losing Cam Thomas and Trendon Watford almost certainly, and, and then Javante Smart most likely. most likely. So yeah, it's going to be a whole pretty much new look offense and an LSU team next year. It, which is fine. I think they, they kind of need a new look offense. Uh, maybe by then they'll have a, like a true <laughs> point guard that can maybe games can be that. Yeah. And Jalen Cook was a freshman this year, point guard who didn't really play much, mm-hmm. but hopefully he can step into that role. Maybe didn't he get injured at one point? Jalen Cook. Uh, maybe so. I think he did. I'm not sure though. Mm, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, I, I saw some, some good things from him uh, early on in the season. Uh, but yeah, we'll see where you know where they go from here. Who stays? Who goes? Who transfers in? Who will wade recruits? And you know whatever else happens. But I mean, all in all, it's a, it's a good season. I, I feel like the I feel like the Tiger fan base 
you know, I, I don't want to say expects more, but like I know they probably felt like, like you said, we we could have had this one and maybe gone for more, but. Uh, I don't know. I again to, to to what peril though to to face Alabama again to for a trip to go to the Final Four. Um, I mean, the only thing I could say is where was this team a month and a half ago? I don't know. Like don't know. a month. If if we have this team a month and a half ago, then our draw in the in this tournament is completely different. We're not playing Michigan at this round. Yeah, and we've seen so much with this tournament. Top seeds go down early, like anybody can fall. Unfortunately, we got matched up against a tough Michigan team. You can't really complain against who you get play that much because you eventually got to play everybody. But like, it would have been nice to have at least a a bit of a shot at a run. It's just, it's and Daniel, we were talking about this on the way to to pick up dinner, you know, during halftime. Like, is it that with LSU playing so good in the first half, going toe to toe with one of the best teams in the country? um the talent's there clearly right and right now. Is as it, of tonight <laughs> yeah, as of tonight yeah so like you know is it that is is alabama just that good you know because we couldn't beat them at all or were we just where, where were we this all year you know like what were we doing and i think that's something that will Wade needs needs to you know kind of figure out and um hopefully we can move forward because yeah like we're going to have a whole new team next year, but I know Daniel, you're, you looked at the, uh, you were looking at the recruiting. Like we've got a four star on there. We've got talent. I'm sure we've got, we're going to have, you know, people transferring, like you said, Scott. So, and we know Will Wade can, he can put it together. He could put together a good team, but I feel like a lot of, you know, a lot of our troubles this season, is just, I don't know if it was effort or it, people just not confusion or, or, I don't know what it was, but that team we watched, you know, an hour ago, it's like a whole new season. I don't even know where they are. Who are they? <laughs> I, you're, you're right. And you don't know if it would have made that much of a difference if, if you'd have seen that team like a month ago, you know, if, where would this team be at? You know, instead of like finally hitting a stride going into the tournament, um, you know, what if they'd hit that stride a month ago and like had more of a foundation to hit, go into the tournament with? I, I don't know. Uh, I mean, they, they like we said, they were they they almost had the SEC title. They were one tipped shot away from that. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were a few more shots away this game, but it just I mean, we knew they could hang with people in this country. You know, they almost lost or they almost won against Texas Tech. And uh, I don't know. It's just a, I think it's just a season of what could have been if only, but yep. maybe this was as good as it was going to be, but it was, you know, for, for many moments, it was, it was fun to watch. Yeah. So that'll pretty much do it. Like you said, we'll see who stays and who goes and uh, you know, what, what Will Wade has to say after this, cause we're not, we're not going to catch it right now, but I'm, you know, I'm sure it's the same old stuff, but um, uh, we also had some, uh, some LSU baseball to get into since they had their first sec series uh at home at the box uh unfortunately the tigers only went one and two on the weekend they did avoid a sweep by winning uh the third game uh but i don't know i think even though they did not win the series you know they wanted to start off with a good sec win uh especially against number two mississippi state but kind of like this michigan game you know the the tigers had it they just didn't quite have enough um lsu i, I think one good takeaway from this weekend is their starting rotation is, is pretty good. Yeah. You know, each one of these guys, like you can see that you can 
Paul Maneri can probably rely on these guys for at least five, six innings and give his team a chance to win. Now it's up to the rest of the team. Once the, uh, uh, you know, the field turns and they have to go at bats, like they have to produce what's called runs uh, within those five or six innings. I mean, that would, that would really help LSU's chances of winning, I don't know, an SEC series or, you know, just making it to Omaha because I mean, if you have a pitcher that can give you six shutout innings, another pitcher that can give you six and one that can give you uh, another five with just unearned runs. Uh, I mean, how could you not win with that scenario? It's like ask any coach in America, give me six uh, scoreless or, uh, you know, whatever innings. Um, I have a chance to win. Um, LSU's bats kind of came alive in the third game, but for that first one, God, they scored what one run in, almost 20 innings it's just uh it's just not good yeah i mean we i, I watched uh i watched every game that we lost i didn't i didn't catch the one where we won so maybe that's maybe <laughs> i need to not watch them but um i i, I think you're right scott definitely the, about the the pitching the the back end of our rotation is really good and um you know i think hill is kind of he's I, I, i'm not even gonna say he's struggling but yeah, you're right. He's ebbing and flowing. He's got, he shows great parts and then he, he gets hit sometimes. Um, but hopefully that kind of irons itself out because I mean, all, all the scouts, you know, the MLB scouts say he's, he's the number one pitcher in this draft. You know, he'll be taking number three overall or something like that. So um, I think if you're going to take away anything kind of positive, um, it's that, Marceau and, and uh, Labas are, you know, they're, they're lights out. They're going to be really good two and three starters. So, uh, you know, if we can get Hill working and, and like you said, get a few runs on the board, we should be able to, to compete with any, almost anybody. Now, the bad news is that uh, the new polls came out today. I think, I think they came out today. Uh, and all top five teams are SEC teams. So one through five, we're going to be playing in uh, in conference play. Uh, so that's kind of kind of tough, but yeah. And then the the relief pitching itself hasn't been too steady over the course of the season. Like co- pretty consistently giving up runs in like the eighth and the ninth inning. Like Mississippi State scored in the eighth inning in all three games mm-hmm. uh, this week, and maybe that's a situation where like you get kind of put in a bad situation if your offensive players aren't kind of giving you the big leads. Uh, and then someone finds himself in a place he's not used to throwing in, but still like you got to have some composure down the stretch and not blow any leads. Cause we saw that happen a couple times to oral Roberts. Yeah. We saw um, it with, with, and then UTSA, UTSA like, like or we swept teams. them, but yeah, they almost beat us. And then, so like you should be putting those games away cleanly and that's not something we've done too well. So hopefully they get that cleaned up. They got a three game series at Tennessee, which I don't think they're ranked too highly or anything. I think they're okay. But, um, maybe they can turn things around and, and take some back from the balls, I guess. Yeah, that'd be nice. Um, I'd say this is just another season though, where it's like, there's this, this one element and, you know, to, from all the success pulmonary has had, uh, I think just in the last few years, there's, there's been these, uh, teeter-tottering issues of either LSU's offense just not showing up when it needs it or just the, the pitching not having sustained you know pitching a guy that can uh, get you those five six innings 
to to kind of help your offense out. Uh, yeah. But now he's got now he has one of those elements. But the pitching or but you know LSU's offense for as much praise as we gave it for those first few games, it's like now we're showing now we're seeing the the big arms, the big boys. Uh, you know these these are guys who are going to be pitching in the majors in a few years, and LSU's seen them now. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think after Friday nights, was it, or was it Saturday nights? So, uh, sorry, the first game, whatever that was. Uh, after that game, L- uh, LSU head coach Paul Maneri said, "Yeah, we just you know we just have to do better about uh, about offense." And like, oh, okay, yeah, sure, I get it. Yeah, you guys lost. You didn't you didn't put up at one run. Okay, then the next game, he said the same exact thing in in the post game conference i'm thinking okay but you can't just say that after every loss yeah we just we got to do better on offense like that's what you said yesterday so what have you done or what can these guys do better from game to game because you can't just say that it's like you know les miles uh back in his you know when he wouldn't change his offense he would just say oh we just got to do better it's like well that's on you you know, it's it's been a, a problem for years now, so I think it's on him. I think the closest they – well, it seemed like they had it out, figured out this, you know, earlier on in the season. Um, but, it, like, it's been an issue because he keeps having to bring in guys. Uh, I think they were closest when they had Anthony Canizero, but then he got hired away by uh, Mississippi State. So uh, he had to start all over again. But I don't know. I just think it's going to be an issue that's going to plague him. Hopefully they can figure it out, uh, you know, like as, as they – go through these this meat grinder schedule they have but hopefully they can just find a way to do it and get back to a being aggressive like they were uh at the beginning of the season i know the arms are better but i think they just they just have to be more aggressive i guess i, I don't know do you guys see any difference of like this weekend compared to last weekend as far as like how they approach um I think the main difference is they're playing, like you said, they're playing major leaguers. They're not playing and that you can't control that. Like that's, you're going to start off the season against lesser talent and there you go, but they better figure it out. I think that, and we, we've covered it pretty much since the, since we started, you know, we started with baseball. That was our first sport we talked about. Right. And we've all, the, the question always comes, you know, how hot is Maneri's seat? And <laughs> maybe that maybe that's the conversation we're going to have for the rest of the season because you're right like he keeps saying okay we just need to hit the ball better it's like well great yeah obviously i could tell you that but you've got dylan cruz who's the you know the the all-world hitter who's supposed to be able to and i mean he and he's been all world he's been great and k doty's been great and all these players we've got we've got a bunch of great hitters but it's just not equaling wins so far so. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're sitting at 16 and five, so it's not exactly dire straits right now. But, like, I see what you're saying because we haven't played. We the, had the opportunities to win that first game. Uh huh. Like, we could have, like, I mean, it was not, we didn't get, it was, you know, the final score was 6 1. It really, that was like a, that was a 3 1 game that they just kind of let out of hand. Like, they just let it go with our, with our bullpen. Um, I don't know. I just, I, I, you're right. It is early. And hopefully we could turn it around. But and Maneri's been in some situations before. The team hasn't looked too good. He's kind of cruised on. I I know, I know. And and that's the maybe that's the problem. Maybe the problem is is that like Maneri's really good at just kind of like you know if he's like diving into the to the to the oh his seat's getting hot 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 hot. He's really good at just turning on the air conditioner, bumping it up just a few degrees. Just, just cooling it off. It's never, it never gets cold. He's never got a cold seat, but he, he just, he cruises along on a lukewarm seat. Or they might like win or get second, like the regional, and then they yeah, lose, yeah. losing the super regional. Like that's what we, the very first thing we do on the podcast, and they lost 
to Florida State. Yeah, in the Super Regional. Or like, but they get that one win. It's like, all right, there's some positive momentum here, and then they kind of roll on. <laughs> yeah. Or yeah. you make it to Omaha like we did, and then and then lose and to to Florida. Yeah. Well, there was. Um, I mean, he did make the college. He did make the finals. Uh, that that season. So I mean, Tommy he, demands trophies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't stand for moral victories, and neither would Jim uh, Well, and that's. It's also. Uh, you know, think about how uh, how much you know. You can say is is it a spoiled fan base? Uh, and to some degree, you could make that argument with football about how much we want, how much success we want versus how much, you know, we really should, should be due. But I mean, in baseball, that is totally the case. Like LSU baseball just is, you know, they just kind of set the standard back in the nineties and that's what the fans want. It's like, we've yeah. been to Omaha. How many times, how many titles did we get in the 10 year span? I'm sorry. We had Skip Bertman, you know, arguably the, the best coach in the game. Um, so, uh, yeah, let's, let's make it to Omaha. They, they call it Baton Rouge North. They love us up there. We want to go, but we want to win. Yeah. So I, I think it's, I don't think it's a spoiled fan base thing. I think it's just, you know, you, you've set a standard and Maniri knows the standard, but uh, I mean, he has to know he's not living up to it also. I, um, I think there's, I think he's very, I think it could be a very similar situation to Les Miles on the field. They have to clarify that now, but the, the you know, Maniri, it, it was kind of like one of those things where the, the big, the big conversation around miles when everyone wanted, when, when the tide started to turn and people wanted him to get fired, the big thing would be like, and I'd said it too. We all, I think we probably all have said it at some point. It's like, well, who are you going to get? Who's better? You know, this is the second most winning coach. The only one who's the only one who's better than miles is the guy who, who miles took the job from like it's Nick Saban. Right. So I can kind of see where, when you're when you're looking at okay like well who are we going to hire if we get rid of Maneri who are we going to hire it's like well Maneri's probably one of the best in college baseball at, at least you could say that you could make that argument he's we've gone to Omaha a bunch we've won a bunch of games we compete we he's won two or he's competed for two titles and he's gotten one he won one um in 09 and so you know maybe maybe that's the thing but then you also you also have to think about, and this is something I think we learned after they ended up firing Miles, is that that LSU department, the LSU department, the program, the brand, that that how much is how many wins is that worth? And we found out that it maybe it wasn't really Miles that was winning all those games. It was LSU winning those games, and Miles was just the the beneficiary of it. So could it be that Maneri's that too, or is he really the great a great coach that it, that turn that make you know keeps us at a pretty uh, top half of the sec uh level i don't know that's that's what that's above my pay grade that's what woodward has to figure out right uh he does uh but yeah i mean if but i guess we'll find out in this season because maniri is going to have to to figure that out because i mean he had one of the best recruiting classes in the country this past year but like you said but you know to answer your question you said who do we get i don't know i don't know maybe the coach from oral roberts (laughs) (laughs) I mean, he, he beat us, you know, if you can't beat him, join him. But I would say also that, uh, think about this though. Uh, like if, if Nick Saban were to just up and want to, to retire or, oh, you know what? I want to try the NFL again. I just have a wild hair. If he were to do that, or let's say, um, someone else were to do that. I don't know. Ryan day at Ohio state, whatever. If they did that, you say, who do you get now? It's like anybody you want. This is like the most, the would be one of the most sought after, coaching positions so yeah 
unless there's somebody locked in somewhere or just, you know, that's their alma mater. I don't know. Somebody like Augie Guerrero that was at Texas for like 30 something years, unless it's somebody like that, you know, I imagine you could get almost anyone you wanted yeah. that, that wanted to be there. So I, you know, we asked that, who would you get? I was like, well, I don't know. Uh, kind of like with LSU football, <laughs> when they fired miles, like after four games, like, well, I don't know who we're going to get, but we're going to figure it out. We just, we just didn't want that guy. Yeah. So I just don't think the LSU brass feels the same way as some fans might about, you know, Maneri, you know, LSU needing a coaching change at baseball. I mean, the fans can say all they want, but uh, I mean, they, they, they make, like you said, they, they make the more money. Uh, that's, that's for our boy uh, Verge to figure out once he comes back off his suspension. Uh, but I, I don't know. I think uh, LSU were either, find stride and um honestly they just have to be good enough to get to omaha it's like they don't have to host host the super regional i mean we expect them to yeah. but uh <laughs> if they just do well make it to the postseason and win their games uh you know then we'll see i, I think it, they could it is kind of crazy that like I I basically always think it's like almost a foregone conclusion that we're going to be playing a super regional in Baton Rouge. Like we're going to be playing a regional and a super regional. It just kind of, that's just kind of the way it is. Yeah. I remember they, a few years ago, they had to go out to Oregon state. Mm-hmm. Y'all remember yeah. that super regional that we lost to Stony Brook? Oh yeah. I remember that yeah. one. That was like 2000. That was with uh, Rafe Rhymes, right? He was on that team. Yeah, that was not a good look for Maneri. But, I mean, it was, uh, they were the better team, clearly, that series. Uh, you know, what can you do? But it was a huge upset. I was like Michigan losing to Appalachian State, I think, uh, just for some sort of comparison. But, anyway, um, I don't know. I, I still think, you know, Maneri will find a way to keep his seat cool for the rest of the season. Because, you know, again, if they, if they make it to Omaha – I don't know. I think that kind of cools his seat. No, I mean, I'd be, I'd be happy with them making it down all. No, absolutely. Now, I mean, there's but what if top five teams in the nation are also in the SEC. So right. <laughs> we're just, I feel like, I feel like the SEC is just going to bloody everybody up. Every, you know, everybody's going to have it. Everybody's going to beat everybody. Yes, when you come into the postseason, you're like 35 and 20 or something yeah. like that's a good record. Yeah, um, like which, I, going 500 on this SEC is going to be great, right? Vanderbilt's yeah. tough. Yeah, it, you know, you were talking about Tennessee. Tennessee's number 12 in the nation. Mm-hmm. That's uh, like that's the easy weekend. <laughs> Arkansas's tough. Uh, Georgia's tough. Ole South Miss, Carolina's. Ole tough. Miss has a really good team. Ole Miss is tough. Yeah, everybody's tough. Florida, like so. Oh, it'll be at least it'll be competitive. We'll be able to watch that. Yeah. Well, looking forward to it. Uh, I don't know if I can catch. I'd love to catch a game this weekend. I'm gonna try and uh, I'm gonna see if we can get to one in May because LSU is going to go to the. To, they're going to play at Auburn. I'm maybe oh, yeah. LSU uh, plays uh, at Auburn. my at my Tulane Green Wave tomorrow. Oh, that'd be kind uh, of fun in New Orleans. I, I went to a couple of those games when LSU would come to town. That's like the only time that Tulane would fill the stands because all the LSU fans would come to town <laughs> and pack it. Uh, but that's like the one game of the season everybody likes. So we'll see who wins yeah. that battle. Tiger rag. They still have the Wally. Is that the Wally Pontiff classic or is that, that's a, that's a separate game. Uh, I'm not sure. They used to play a home and home every year, like one at Tulane, one at LSU. And now they only, I think have gone to one yeah. game a season. We'll have that game for you next week, uh, but I think that'll about do it for us. I don't know. Do you guys have any uh, any any final thoughts before we head out? 
One final thought, not LSU related, but college football related. Um, I just saw earlier today that uh, Kyle Pitts was clocked unofficially at a four four six forty at two hundred and fifty pounds or something. I mean, it's, it's unreal. I was going to ask if that was good in your opinion. That's really good. Are you? Do you think that's bad? No, I don't think it's bad. I just wanted you to tell the audience. <laughs> that's very fast. That is exceptionally fast for a for a large man like Kyle Pitts. <laughs> it is. It is. Thinking that the record's like four two. Yeah. You know. Um, I don't know, Daniel. You don't need. Uh, you didn't. Uh, any- nope. That's the end of the basketball season. End of the pod. Comparable competitions. We're young. Number yeah. one podcasting team in the country, but yeah. it's okay. Well, we always raise the trophy. See, that's that's the difference between us and, and and LSU is that they end seasons. Sometimes they win, sometimes they don't. We end every pod raising a trophy. That's right. Yep. Can't say too much about participation trophies, uh, but I would say I don't know. I'll ask you guys this. This is probably my final thoughts because there was just crazy amounts of just numbers flying around from this uh, March Madness tournament, but. I don't know, does it seem like there's just way more like higher, like, uh, you know, low seats, the 15s and 11s moving on to the Sweet 16 than like more recent memory? I think so. there, there literally is because just yesterday, after three days of the tournament, there have been more upsets than any other tournament in history, like yeah. in the whole thing. So, That's great. yes, for some reason, I guess they're just going wild. Mm-hmm. Oral Roberts to the championship, baby. Good Lord. I'd love to see who, who picked them other than somebody at Oral Roberts, but I doubt the rest of their field has enough points to, to cover their cover the rest. But I would say um, one interesting fact that I had thought of is like, just somebody like Abilene Christian, who, you know, won in the first round, amazing win. Then they faced UCLA. Who's an 11 seed playing a 15. They actually got to wear their home jerseys because they were a ring tire, which, you know, who'd have thought, but um Abilene Christian's basketball program was only like eight years old mm. and like they, you know, they, I forget when they joined division one, but it wasn't, you know, all eight years they had to work their way up. But just think about that eight years old and they were, uh, you know, going toe to toe with UCLA for a good while. Meanwhile, UCLA had eight straight national titles back in the sixties, in addition to all the other titles they won. So just, just a little bit of comparison for you. I mean, UCLA did end up winning, I think, pretty handily but yeah. just just goes to show man this, this season's crazy as far as this tournament goes uh I'm, I'm excited for it uh i mean yeah oral roberts beat florida there in um lsu didn't win but i mean uh you know there was almost an eight seed that beat a one seed there's already another one seed that's out so it's crazy times i can't imagine anyone still has a perfect bracket right now no, nobody even have a perfect bracket after the first round. <laughs> and yeah, there's no perfect Sweet 16s either. So that nope. we know of, there could be a guy with a paper bracket. Yes, some grandpa out there probably like the did it in pencil. Bracketology, right? Have you ever done that? Has anybody ever? Everybody? Ever no, done? I swear I picked up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You erase it. <laughs> no, uh, that's funny. Uh, but yeah, well, so we'll see whose uh, bracket gets even further wrecked after next weekend. Uh, but we'll have some of that info for you here on Talking Pigs, as well as any uh, any other LSU uh, baseball, basketball, et cetera, news. So until then, stay safe, stay tuned, and we'll talk to you next time on Talking Tigs.